If you want to know what is really happening in the world today, you need to read the Parsha Hashavua, the weekly Torah reading. Join Rabbi Mendel Lipska for the next hour as he delves and enumerates the themes running through the weekly Torah Parsha, only on 101.9 High FM. And a wonderful Erev Shabbos, all of you, and a wonderful Erev Rosh Chodesh. It's Erev Rosh Chodesh Elo, a very special time, Friday, a very special time. I've been away for a couple of weeks, and I was in some very exciting places. I was in China, in Beijing, to celebrate the Bar Mitzvah of our grandson. The family lives there. And then we flew across to Kazakhstan, to the capital called Alma-Ata, or Almaty, where the father of uh, the Rebbe of Blessed Memory is buried. He was sent into exile to a, a small village in a God-forsaken place where he suffered for many years, and he passed away. And uh, on the 20th of the month of Av is his yard site, the 75th yard site. So a number of us flew across to be at his graveside, and what an experience it was. Perhaps one day I'll have time to dedicate more time on the show to talk about that incredible experience and to share it with you. One would think far away, Kazakhstan, Almaty, on the other side of the world. But uh, there's a thriving Jewish community with all sorts of Jewish, uh, well, institutions. Chabad has done an incredible job in that part of the world. I met a young man, a shliach, who lives in a town, which is an 18-hour train ride from Almaty, the far corner of Kazakhstan. And uh, in winter, it's 40 degrees below zero in that part of the world. And there's a small community of just over 100 Jews that he sees to. And it impressed me deeply. We who live in, well, I shouldn't say relative comfort, but real comfort. We live in a wonderful community here in South Africa. We have all these incredible Jewish institutions, facilities, kashrut, bethdim, security, uh, whatever you want, we have, it's here, health-wise, whatever we want is here. And we take it for granted, I think, from time to time, we have to take a look at the rest of the world and see how people who live in the far distant corners of the world, no education, very few facilities, geographically distant, emotionally different, and they are there, and they do great work. We have to be very thankful for what we have, and this is something which we can't we can't do often enough to look at the good that we possess, to look at the wonderful situation that we have here, and to thank God, you know, we live and we think and we run and we go and we do such stupid things all the time, when in fact we live in one of the most beautiful Jewish communities in the world, in the world. And yet, we look around and we see, do people really appreciate what we have over here? Yes, many do, but many don't as well. And when I meet a young man, a young rabbi, a Chabad Shliach, who is an 18-hour train ride away from the capital, Alma-Ata, in the distant forsaken areas of Kazakhstan, looking after Jews in weather that reaches 40 degrees below in winter, all I can say is that, well, not only admiration, not only a tremendous sense of, wow, look at what this guy is doing, but I look at myself and say to myself, I live in comfort, and am I doing all that I should be doing? And each and every one of us should be saying that from time to time. You know, stop taking things for granted. See and appreciate all that you have. 
which brings us to the theme of this week's Parsha. The Parsha is Re'eh. Re'eh means sea. Moshe is talking to the Jewish people just prior to their entry into the Holy Land. They're going to occupy the Holy Land. It won't be an easy job. And Moshe says, I want you to open your eyes and see. And he asks him to see, to see what? To see, well, what he calls bracha ukalala. God puts before you blessing and curse. And he says, I want you to see the blessing. I want you to see the curse. I want you to understand. But more than understand, I want you to see what is that all about. And of course, all of this comes on the day before Rosh Chodesh Elul, El being that special month, the bridge that connects the past year and the coming year, time of great preparation, a time of great anticipation. In just under four, just over four weeks in a day, we are going to be standing before the King of Kings on Rosh Hashanah, and we are all going to plead for a good, sweet, healthy, wonderful new year. And we have to ask ourselves, are we ready for that incredible connection, for that incredible encounter, standing before God and asking Him for a good and sweet year. And this is why we have the month of El, a time of preparation, a time of asking ourselves honestly, sometimes with brutal honesty, what have we accomplished in the past year? God has given me X, Y, Z. He's given me health. He's given me prosperity. He's given me all sorts of wonderful things. How did I use all those gifts that God gave me last year? What did I accomplish? And was last year better than the year before? And will next year be better than this year? And it takes honesty. It takes a tremendous sense of authentic personal integrity to, well, make that cheshbon, to make that analysis, to take account and reckoning of the past and ask yourself, how does it really work? What have I done? The good, the not so good. Let me put it all together. We have a month called Elul, a time of great, great opportunity to prepare ourselves to stand before the King of Kings. And our sages tell us that the month of Elul is a month of great compassion from God, where our tefillot, our prayers are accepted at the highest level, where God himself comes into the field, so to speak, and allows us to interact with him. The metaphor is quite incredible that each and every one of us has the opportunity, has the ability of encountering God at this time of the year as we prepare for the coming year. And we have to ask ourselves again, how am I going to use this month of Elo? Will I use it in an appropriate manner? Will I cherish each and every single moment, though I know that each and every single moment is laden with tremendous opportunity? And how does that connect to the Parsha of the week, the Parsha of Re'eh, where God tells us through Moshe, look and see, each and every one of us, look and see, I have put before you blessing and curse. What did that all mean? More of that. This is the Parsha HaShavua with Rabbi Mendel Lipska, only on 101.9 High FM. We're talking about the month of Elul, we're talking about the Parsha, we're talking about the relationship between the Parsha and the month of Elul, Elul being a time of preparation for the coming year, a time of taking account, honest account of the past year. And the Parsha talks to us about seeing, seeing what blessing and curse, what is the relationship there and how do we understand it within the context of the Parsha. But before we do that, a couple of words from the marketplace. We are known as the people of the book 
We are literary connoisseurs, consumers of words and prose, sharers of idea. In short, we are readers. Chai FM is starting a book club. Would you like to be one of the Chai FM book club readers? You'll receive a book every month to review on the radio for our listening community. It's social, it's fun, it's mentally enlightening. We are looking for people with a wide range of reading topics and genres. Get in touch. Email books at highfm.com. We're talking about the idea of seeing things. Seeing, in a sense, is the most powerful elements of affirming something. We see something that's there. The old saying, to see is to, well, to believe. It's not altogether correct, because seeing can be deceiving as well. And this is why when we talk about blessing and curse, God says very clearly, I'm not going to leave it up to you to define those terms, what is blessing and what is curse, because what is blessing to one might be a curse to another and vice versa. What I am talking about, says God, the blessing is the fact that you actually adhere to my commandments. You cherish them, you observe them, you fulfill them, you do what exactly what I asked you to do. And the curse is the opposite. If you choose to walk away from God's commandments, you choose to walk along a path which is strange and foreign against the will of God. You don't listen to the commandments of God. That is the curse. Now, it's strange that Torah has to define those terms to us, blessing and curse. Blessing and curse, of course, can be simply understood. A blessing is something which, as I said before, is goodness, is kindness, it's all sorts of wonderful things. A curse is something which is painful, hurtful. A curse is something which is absolutely negative. But Torah is talking about something else over here. He says, I want you to see the blessing and the curse, not to experience the blessing or, God forbid, the curse. I want you to see with absolute clarity what the blessing is, what the curse is, and the consequences thereof. I want you to see, not only to understand, not only to believe, but to actually see with clarity, with absolute clarity, what, in fact, blessing and curse is. As we take a look at the entire Parsha, it's a Parsha which has, well, all sorts of interesting laws that somehow, well, they don't seem to belong in one particular Parsha. We talk about the laws of Kashrut. We talk about the laws of the various festivals. We talk about, well, false prophets. We talk about idolatry. We talk about whole societies becoming immoral and corrupt. We talk about strange things within this one parsha, and all of it under the title Re'e, to see. Now, what is Kashrut all about? Of course, Kashrut is a long and evolved system of what is appropriate in terms of eating what is inappropriate. But basically, it is the idea of food, that which we take into our bodies in order to nourish ourselves, to nurture ourselves, and to, well, sustain ourselves. Basically, what Kashrut is all about is how we treat our bodies. And treating our bodies is a tremendous responsibility. The Torah tells us, you have to take care of your body. You mustn't eat what you shouldn't eat, and you must eat what you should eat. You have to take care of your physical health. And the question that we have to ask ourselves within the context of the Parsha is take a look at yourself. Are you actually taking care of yourself? And one will say, of course, I go to the gym a thousand times a week. 
I run, I do this, I do the other. Uh, I'm not talking about physical things only, because I've seen people who take care of their body within a physical context, and, well, I look at them and I wonder. I wonder about their spiritual health. I wonder, are they nurturing their soul while they're nurturing their body? But taking care of one's body is a tremendous opportunity of fulfilling the will of God because the body that we have doesn't belong to us. It's given to us in trust, and we have to take care of it. We have to nourish it properly, and we have to ensure that we protect it from things which are negative and destructive. What are the festivals all about? The festivals are not only the various laws that govern Pesach, Shavuot, Sukkot, It is basically how we use time. How we use time. Do we set aside in an appropriate manner time that is dedicated to higher and better things? A festival celebrating a miracle, celebrating something which is important, celebrating a time within the context of God's law. And these two issues, the issue of Kashrut, which takes up much of the Parsha, as does the issue of the festivals, taking care of our bodies and using time correctly. This, in a sense, is what the Parsha is all about. And everything else falls into place once we understand that. We don't take care of our bodies properly. And this is why we see all sorts of negative elements within this world. Because to take care of our bodies, particularly as a Jew, we have to follow a particular type of diet. It's not only because God said, I'm going to give you something to fulfill and to obey and to do this and to do that. I have given you a body, and I want you to watch over that body. And I'm going to tell you exactly how you can do it, what you eat, how you nourish yourself, what you put into your body will define the degree of how you take care of your body. Taking care of your body is not only using lotions and taking vitamins and all sorts of exercise. That may have its place. But essentially, it's the food that we eat and how we eat it which defines our true concern for our bodies. And what Hashem is saying is, Re'eh, I want you to look at it. I want you to understand what has sustained the Jewish people over the, well, thousands of years of our existence. What has sustained the Jewish people in very simple terms is adherence to the law of God. It always hasn't, it hasn't always been good. There have been very difficult times for the Jewish people. And sometimes it was only a handful that remained. But it was a handful that remained loyal to the law of Hashem. Because if you drift, if you walk away, And not only in lofty concepts such as faith, but in simple manner of eating. If you walk away from the law of God, you will see the consequences of that behavior. It might last one generation, it might last two generations, but it certainly won't last many generations. It will be lost in the mist of history, time and space. And the same thing. Using time correctly. The greatest gift of life is time. It's something which you, well, it goes quickly. It's something which you either use correctly 
You know, a person can spend hours, days, months on useless, silly things, or he can treasure and cherish each and every single moment. Take a relationship, for instance. People go through life, and how much of the time do they use together properly? Do they cherish every moment? Are they thankful that they have the opportunity of sharing moments together? How much more so in a spiritual sense? When we use time correctly, that shows a tremendous sense of appreciation and understanding how precious time is. And there are moments of festivity. A festival comes along, Pesach, Shavuos, Sukkot. A time comes along and suddenly we see, wow, look how we're using the time now in an incredible sort of way. And then we go to the other parts of the Pasha. The false prophet, the one who comes along, shows you some strange miracle, a strange wonder. And God says, how do you know if that's a real prophet or he's a false prophet? A very, very simple test. What does he ask of you? If he shows you the miracle in order to draw you closer to God and to the law of God, to the mitzvot, to the fulfillment of mitzvot, that's a true prophet. But after he shows you a wonder, he tells you you can walk away from the law of God. You can ignore the mitzvot. You don't have to fulfill them anymore. That is a false prophet. In other words, how do you see the situation? We've had a great many prophets in Jewish history. Men of, well, prophetic wisdom, strength, guidance. And what they all spoke about is coming closer to Hashem. We've had a great many false prophets as well. They come along and make all sorts of promises. Better welfare, social states. Better this, better that. Better walk away from the ancient laws of God. And what happens then? Jewish people, by the millions, by the tens of millions, are lost in the assimilation of that type of behavior. A false prophet. God says, see. And we have to see from a perspective of well-nurtured bodies and a tremendous sense of appreciation for time. The parasha talks about whole cities that become corrupt and immoral. And you ask yourself, how is it possible for everybody to be doing something wrong? And the answer is, it's very possible. As we look at the world today, we have to ask ourselves, what direction is it going? It is a world of tremendous vulgarity, a world of tremendous immorality, a world where the ancient values of goodness, of justice, of decency, of correctness has been lost. And we give it fancy terms and fancy words and fancy titles. And we do the most terrible things because it is justified by the fact that the majority of people are doing this as well. It's the false prophets that teach us these violent ideas that tear away at the decent souls that God gave us, destroys the beautiful bodies God gave us. It's these false prophets who influence the multitude who are easily influenced. And people are tempted and seduced by these cheap, corrupt values 
And that becomes the order of the day. And this is what Re'eh is all about. God tells us through Moshe, look, see, open your eyes, see the blessing and see the curse, see the consequences of the blessing, see the consequences of the curse. Where has it taken you? What is it doing to you? Are you the people that you were yesterday? Are you still loyal to the commitment we made at Sinai? Or have you drifted so far away? And God tells us to see the blessing fulfilling the law of God, the curse ignoring the law of God. More of that soon. This is the Pasha Hashavua with Rabbi Mendel Lipska, only on 101.9 High FM. We're talking about the Parsha, special Parsha, which talks about how to take care of our bodies, how to appreciate the concept of time, how to use time correctly, how to recognize a false prophet, how to recognize one who takes you down the path of destruction, destruction of a spiritual dimension and ultimately of a physical dimension as well, how to understand that morality is not based upon popularity. This is not where we take our values from. The entire street, the entire city, the entire world might have a particular type of value system and how to know if it's right or wrong. But before we continue along those lines, listen to this important message. Addiction. It has many names. Alcohol, drugs, gambling. If you, God forbid, or a loved one, God forbid, is being affected by addiction, give us a call. The Chai FM helpline is here to help you. 0800-24-2436. That's 0800-24-2436. The Chai FM helpline. Caring, compassionate, and of course, confidential. We're talking about the month of El. We're talking about how to make an honest account and reckoning of the past year. The successes, the failures, the achievements, or otherwise. And how to prepare properly for the coming year. We look at this Parsha. Parsha's Emor is always read in close proximity to the month of El. And in actual fact, we're going to read it in Shul tomorrow, which is Rosh Chodesh El. The first day of the Rosh Chodesh El. And what it talks to us about is how to recognize things. You can't make an account and reckoning of life if you don't know how to recognize what is a positive element and what, God forbid, is a negative element. You can't make an honest reckoning if you don't understand what is the good and what is the opposite of good. You cannot make an account and reckoning of life if you don't understand the blessing and God forbid a curse. Because if you live in a world where they've confused those values, the corrupt has become good, the evil has become just, then you cannot make an account and reckoning. And this is what the Parsha tells you. Chodesh Elul is a time to understand definition of right and wrong, definition of good and evil, definition of blessing and curse. And look at the past year and ask yourself, based upon the teaching of this parsha, have you taken care of your body correctly? Have you put things into it that shouldn't be there? 
Have you done certain things to your body which corrupts your body and creates, ultimately, God forbid, a spiritual illness? The month of Elul is a time of great compassion. It's a time of great healing. We begin to understand what is nutritious to the Jewish body and the Jewish soul, something called kashrut, and the laws of kashrut are well defined in this parsha. And we look upon the last year, and we say to ourselves, this great, great gift that God put into trust each and every one of us, He has given us this incredible body. Have we protected it? Have we taken care of it? Have we made it grow and glow? Or have we corrupted it, God forbid? Time! How did I use time in the past year? Time, the most precious element that we possess. That I cherish the moment. That I fill those hours with great and wonderful things. Or have I allowed time to simply, well, pass by, slip through my fingers? Hours, days, years. This is what Elul is all about, to recognize the value of things, to recognize what is right, to recognize what is wrong. It says, Re'eh, and you don't need hours and hours of analysis and study. You can actually see it quite clearly. If you step back and objectively look at those values and ask yourself, what has it left us with? What has the false prophet left of with? What did he do? He, he, he told us to go down strange road. Why do I behave in the way that I do? Well, everybody does this. The worst of all excuses. Everybody does this. It's like a child who wants to go out to a place where a parent is very, very cautious of and unhappy with. And the child says, but everybody is going. Doesn't matter if everybody is going. You are not going. This is the way we have to address ourselves, to understand the definition of values of right and wrong, to open our eyes, to see the consequences of our behavior individually and collectively as a people, to understand the value of time, the festival, to understand the holiness and preciousness of the human body, and to take care of it correctly in appropriate manner. Re'e and Elul are closely connected because both talk to us about understanding what happened during the past year and how to prepare accordingly to stand before God, King of Kings, the ultimate court, ask for a good and sweet and blessed year. Can't have a blessed year if we don't know what blessing is. God forbid we could be asking for things that are destructive. El is a time of preparation. El is a time of clarity. El is a time that we begin to open our eyes and see values and understand what those values are and to look for the right things and to pray for the right things, to ask for the right things and to do the right things. And this is why the Shabbos is so incredibly important. Because as you're in Shul listening to the Parsha being read, you begin to understand what a false prophet is. 
You begin to understand what a corrupted, immoral society is. You begin to open your eyes and see the blessing and see the curse. You open your eyes and see your body and ask yourself honestly, what have I done to this body that God put into trust? You look at the time, you look at the festivals. It's a parsha that hangs together very well. It's a parsha that talks to us about essential values. It's a parsha that talks to us about using this time in preparation for the coming year. And this is why when you're in shul tomorrow, listen carefully. And as I always say, take it personally. You hear what's being read, look at the translation, and say to yourself, how does this apply to me? Because ultimately, we are the ones who are obligated to see, and we can see. This is not only a theory, it's a promise made by Moshe on behalf of God. Listen carefully. Use your time correctly. Respect your body correctly. Look around and ask yourself, who are the false prophets? And ask yourself, what has happened to society that it's become so chaotic and crazy? Listen carefully. Good Shabbos. Good Chodesh.